Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah, did you ever watch the original Pretty Little Liars? No. Wow. Okay. That's where we differ. That's where we veer. I know. And you know, when the show came out, I was working at Tiger Beat and we covered it a lot, you know, like we had to interview Lucy Hale and Jay Mitchell and stuff, but I never watched it. I should have. Would have been good for me to watch it. I know it was a big hit. Let me just tell you that I'm rewatching it because Patrick and I talk a lot about this, how the only shows that people really live tweet anymore are like euphoria now because everything's bingeable like nobody's really like yeah. you're all watching it at different points so you can't really be on the same page when you're talking about something but when pretty little liars the first season actually just like the first iteration of the show came out it was crazy how insane their fan base was, they would have like 86 hashtags an episode and you would be seeing those hashtags trend on Twitter based on something that happened in the show. Let me just tell you, the first season of Pretty Little Liars is completely unhinged. I'm re-watching it on HBO Max and first and foremost, there is definitely the teacher-student... Just like super inappropriate, obviously. Illegal. Well, I think technically it's not illegal because I guess the age of consent in Pennsylvania, where this is supposed to be based, is 16. And Ezra met Aria when she was 16. And they apparently didn't have sex until second season when she was 17. But riddle me this. I'm watching this episode and Aria is like placing Ezra's master's degree on his desk. So that means he's at least 23, 24, right? Oh, at least. The craziest part is that Ezra was made out to be like the most loving, like the best boyfriend, like the one that was like the least problematic, if I'm remembering this right. Except for the whole entire relationship. Statutory rapes type of thing. That is insane. That is insane that that show, and that show was on ABC Family at the time. It was literally ABC Family, and then it went to Freeform. This like romance of like teacher student is very like old school too, right? Like it's like happened in movies from like the 70s, 80s. It's romanticized. Right. And it would never happen now. It wasn't even that long ago, but it was like, everyone was like, yeah, sure. So I bring up, did you watch the original? Because I am fully invested in the new one, Original Sin. And I initially was like, LOL, this is not going to be as great. Let me tell y'all, if you had any thoughts about watching Original Sin, do it. It is way more on the horror movie scale than Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars was like, it was like a murder mystery, essentially. And it was kind of salacious, but whatever. This is fully, they've leaned into the horror genre. Like one of the girls is obsessed with horror movies. She works in a movie theater. There's like a big, bad, like scary character that is basically Michael Myers. The font for the show, Halloween. 
There are so many parallels to like Scream as well and Wes Craven. Some of the characters are even named like Michael, Wes. Like if you are a horror movie aficionado, like you just see the parallels. Is Lucy Hale back in it? No, she just did the premiere. Like they had her host and moderate the premiere with the new girls, which I have to say all of the new girls are extremely cute and amazing actresses. I was a little sus at first, like, are they gonna be able to carry this? All of them kill it. Bailey Madison is incredible. Bailey Madison has been famous for a while. Literally since she was a child. No, actual child, child star. She's amazing, she's pregnant in it. So like there's this whole mystery around like how she got pregnant, whose baby it is. She's a teenage mom. But there's a scene, the girl that's obsessed Tabby with movies and being like a female director, she works at a movie theater and her boss gives the Ezra dynamic. Like he is attracted to her, but he's clearly not in high school but they handle it the right way in the show. So I'm like, oh, is this a redemption arc? Anyways, I can't stop thinking about this show. And they do homages to the original. So like there is like a big Halloween episode, which the original used to do. So that's why you're rewatching. Yes, yes. Cause I like want to see the parallels. So if you loved PLL, you'll love Original Sin. Get excited for Halloween, people. I'm ready. Fall, I'm over summer. <laughs> Kirby's season is almost here. Well, it's technically fall or almost. What is the first day of fall? Not yet. It still is very much summer, but I feel like when you go to Target and like anywhere, back to school, here's all the Halloween decor. I'm ready for it, honestly. I'm ready for like hot apple cider, a sweater. I know. Not sweating walking places. I know we don't get foliage around these parts, but I would like to see some somewhere. Like, <laughs> Get me a candied apple. Damn it. I'm ready. Green leaf turned into like a beautiful orange red crunching underneath my boots. Quinn jumping and crunching leaves under her paws. That's <laughs> what I want. That's what I want. I'm ready. When does Disneyland officially like transition? September. We are on the Disney calendar. Yes. That's how we feel. That's how we feel. We have to mention the really sad news, Kirby. R.I.P. to Keat, to Kim, K, and P. <sighs> Sarah, I'm trying not to think about it. Guys, I don't care what anybody says. I do not care. They are twin flames in a way. I don't understand, and I couldn't explain it to you if you asked me, the way that Kimberly was with this man. Yeah, it, she, he brought out the best in her, 100%. I was like, yes, I was so on board with this relationship because she just seems so light and happy and carefree and just like in love and hot and like making out with their man and like putting her feet on his chest and photos. <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed really cute and very genuine. Maybe they're just taking a break, you know, maybe what E! News is reporting to be true, like they're long distance right now and it's hard and She's got the kids and he's building the movie and maybe they just need a little, little break. The other part of it too, though, is like, was it ever going to really work? Like he's, I think, 28. Recently, he said he wanted kids and I think he wants biological kids. And I don't think Kimberly wants any more children. She's got four. That's a lot for her lifestyle too. She's probably done. Yeah, I think she's done. Although, you know, Chris Jenner, Chris Jenner had the four and then the two. Wow. The parallel could happen. 
I posted about it. Everyone's like, you knew this was a publicity relationship. Y'all, all of you say that about every effing relationship these people have. At some point, you have to like take a, a step back and think to yourself, are they just robots or human beings? They are human beings. They have legitimate relationships. I honestly don't think that either of them needed it, to be honest. I agree. They did not need it. She could have literally dated any other person if she wanted to. And he didn't need it either. He's dated Ariana Grande. He has a successful career. If anything, she helped him. But like, why would you subject yourself to all the crap that they went through, including the Kanye drama, just for publicity? Yeah. And Pete does not care about any of that. No, no. RIP, we're hoping for a reconciliation. I would love to see them back together times. Canoodling somewhere soon. John and Vinny's. Moment of silence. Two-time attendees of John and Vinny's. <laughs> RIP. <laughs> okay, before we get into my wife, there are some notable launches. We're not going to take too long discussing these, but I did want to mention them just because they've all kind of popped up in the past couple of weeks, past one week, two weeks. So... New Face launched a new device, the Mini Plus. This is their fourth generation of FDA-cleared microcurrent. And I haven't received it yet. Have you, Sarah? No. Mm -mm. Okay, so the Mini Plus, it says in the official press release that the devices were developed over the last four years to expand the current range and mark the brand's biggest tech advancement in 11 years with the combination of the patented New Face Ionized Skincare Activators and Boosters, this next phase of innovation will continue to emphasize its holistic approach to microcurrent skincare. So I think the biggest differences, if I'm reading this correctly, is that you can pair the Mini Plus with an app via Bluetooth on your phone that the microcurrent goes a little deeper than it used to allegedly. So, you know, and I think honestly, this was a smart move for them because you know how Zip, which is probably their biggest competitor, they have always tied it to an app. So it's like, okay, if you want to lift, if you want to focus on your jawline or your eyebrow or whatever, I think that this is what it kind of is. And as much as we love New Face here, I know a lot of people still get confused when they use it. I mean, I was going to say, like, think about all of the tutorials you've done and like questions you've answered about New Face. Like, even though it seems self-explanatory almost, or like, you know, after you watch the tutorial, you get it. I feel like the app is super, super helpful. I think that's pretty smart. Yeah. And it's going to be a good guide. It'll be a good guide. So the Mini Plus is out. I guess it says it in the press release, but there's going to be a Trinity Plus as well. And this is going to be like the big mama. So I'm actually doing an Instagram live with Tara from New Face this week to talk about the Mini Plus. But I'm holding out for the Trinity Plus because I think that's going to be the one. So if y'all were considering New Face or you need a new New Face device, maybe wait for the Trinity Plus to come out. The big guns. The Trinity Plus isn't going to launch until early 2023. But the Mini Plus dropped on August 1st and then we'll launch this week on newface.com in all colorways. I do think the Mini Plus is a great like intro new face device for so many people. And can you just explain what's the difference between like the Mini and the, the Trinity for people? Kirby, you're the expert. But if I remember correctly, the Mini does not come with the attachments. The Trinity does. Yes, that you can do like the, the tongs, you know. As the LED light. 
so you can interchange the heads. The mini is just the one and done. You don't have to worry about it. With the two balls. And I think it's obviously, you know, more affordable price point. And it looks different. This time they have three different colorways. Tara said it was inspired by like the San Diego sunset where she's from. So it's like these pastel, like pinks, purples, and blues. So it definitely looks different. It's a little, it looks a little sleeker, honestly, but TBD on that. We have another new launch that I'm testing out right now that I think people might be interested in. So K18, I actually got a message, a couple messages recently being like, love the podcast. Have y'all talked about K18? I swear, I think we have. We have. I can't remember what episode or what episodes. I believe it was a wife of yours. And I think it was just the original like product that they launched with the mask. Okay, yeah. So probably a couple years ago then. Halsey recommended K18 for their hair situation postpartum. K18 is a leave-in hair conditioner, essentially. You wash your hair in the shower, and then you use a pump or two of this throughout wet hair, and then, you know, style it, dry it as normal. Now they are launching, or have launched, two new shampoos that I have. They're both called Peptide Prep. So you're supposed to use them, obviously, before you use K18. And one is a detox shampoo. The other one is a pH maintenance shampoo. The detox shampoo has activated charcoal, so it's black. It has the K18 peptide that everybody is obsessed with, as well as salicylic acid to clear sebum from the follicles without stripping. I actually used that one yesterday, and it really does make your hair super clean. You know that I don't like shampoo my hair every day. So I do like a detox wash once a week and then a normal wash once a week. And this one is okay for like extensions. Yes. Yes. I had no problem with that, but it doesn't make your hair feel squeaky clean to the point where you're like, I hate that feeling. I hate like a squeaky clean hair moment. It grosses me out. But honestly, I think it's like really difficult to even get to that point. Like some of the detox shampoos that I use or the clarifying shampoos, like it still doesn't take out like, you know, sometimes the dry shampoo or the texturizing spray that I put because sometimes I overdo it. So I really feel like this is something that I would appreciate. Oh no, you need the detox one then. I will say though, like that shit clean my scalp. <laughs> so don't, don't go crazy. So one to two times a week, one to two times a week. I used it yesterday for the first time. I haven't used the pH maintenance shampoo yet, but I plan on it. It includes the microdose patented K18 peptide, and it's supposed to be optimized so that it's safe for everyday use. So if you are washing your hair every single day, I know some of you do, this is the one you probably want to look into. We are really big fans of K18 on this podcast and just love how simple the actual leave-in hair treatment is. You don't have to like leave it in for five minutes and then rinse it. It's just meant to stay in the hair. So check that out. Those are available now. And then I think this is really exciting news because Summer Fridays is officially getting into like color cosmetics. Makeup. Yes. They had their lip balm, you know, which I consider skincare. Then they launched the poppy color, which is like more of like an orangey red. Now they're launching their sheer skin tint. Have you tried it yet? I have. Mariana actually, she said I was the first person to receive a sample. Wow, where? A couple of weeks ago uh, when she came into the studio. I don't know what I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to, maybe it's going to be too light, you know, because, you know, they're such obviously skincare focused 
but I love it. I love it. Have you tried it yet? So I got it. And they sent me three shades, which I'm so grateful for. So it's Summer Friday Sheer Skin Tint Light Coverage. And it says, this lightweight skin tint adds a touch of sheer buildable color, providing a more even healthy appearance while infusing skin with light hydration. It's weightless, fluid formula, layers beautifully for sheer to light coverage with a natural finish in flexible shades. Yes. So she gave me a sample and she actually shade matched me correctly, which I was like, wow, that's very impressive. So I'm shade five. She also gave one to Lexi, who is my coworker at Refinery. She's like a cute little baby. (laughs) She'll get mad at me for saying that. She's young when she's looking for skin coverage, any sort of complexion product. She wants it to feel light, but you know, she has like some blemishes that she wants to cover a little bit of texture. And she loved it and said that this is going to be her new go-to for every day. Whoa. Yeah. And so we have two totally different, you know, skin textures. I'm obviously a little bit more dry. I still like it a little bit lighter, but I also have a little bit of redness. I texted Mariana and I was like, cause she was like dying to know how I liked it. And I was like, what I was really surprised about is that it had enough coverage to like cover up my redness. And she said that she believes it's because they have the tiger grass in it too. So the tiger grass can help, you know, to soothe any redness or or calm the skin. So it's not going to last you all day. I doubt that like that's the intention anyways. It's a skin tint, but it's great for just, you know, wearing it like, you know, for a work day or running errands, or if you just want some like light coverage to just cover any like light blemishes, like it just feels so good on the skin too. I can't wait for you to try it. What shades do you have with you? They sent three, four, and five. Or sorry, two, three, and four, actually. Two, three, and four. So when this comes out, Summer Fridays will have made the announcement, but it won't be available until August 16th. I am really eager to figure out like what the texture is, what the consistency is. Ooh, it's expensive. It's $42. And you're going to go through it kind of quickly because it's only a, a fluid ounce and it's a skin tint. It's very liquidy. Okay, well... Maybe the tiger grass will be the selling point for that. Who knows? Okay. Well, I want to talk to you quickly about my wife. Yes. What is on your face? So I got sent this powder from Uma Beauty, who it was created by Sharon Shooter, who we love and have had on this podcast. They launched a powder. I've been talking a lot about powders lately. I need a powder. (laughs) I was just watching, I rewatched the, well, obviously I watched it because I had to post it, my interview with Joe Coy. And I was like, God damn it. I did not wear any powder before this interview. And I effed up. Oh, I thought you looked great. Thanks. I had a very shiny forehead, but it was fine. I might be here to help. So they launched the Trippin' Smooth Powder and it comes in four different shades. I have light and this is definitely a blurring powder. Like when I put it on, I'm like, holy crap, this is insane. It says that, you know, micro fine spheres control excess oil and shine, keeping your makeup looking pixel perfect throughout the day and night. There's no flashback, which I love. It really is this like soft focus, loose matte powder. I love the way it looks, but I'm actually more obsessed with the component because what it comes in is so freaking brilliant that I'm shook. So I've mentioned him before, but Tynan Sinks, who co-hosts uh, smell you later. He and I like have very similar taste in beauty products. And he posted about how cool this component was. It actually drove me to open up this package and see it myself. 
you have it. It looks like a normal loose powder package, I guess you could say. There's the top. You open it up. And then there is a ring around the outside that houses the actual powder. And then a wide circle inside of that ring where when you twist the bottom of the component and shake, the powder fills it. And then you can close it. Oh, so like just enough. Yep. So you're getting however much powder you actually want instead of it being just all this loose powder everywhere. It's like, why isn't every single loose powder made like this? It is so freaking smart. So I became obsessed with it for, for that reason because I just hate when there's just powder all over the place. It's like you're getting ready. It's your last step and then there's powder all over you. Yep. And not to mention sometimes if you open up a powder package and you like put something down quickly or like any type of gust of air happens, it just goes everywhere. But because of the way that the inside, the circle is, it's like, it's hidden down there. So it doesn't, it's not going to go everywhere. And then literally it works so well. So like you kind of just like, I've been using it under my eye a lot because it kind of brightens as well. It's so, so good. I'm obsessed. I'm literally using it right now. There's four shades. Okay. So there's light honey. I think honey would have been too warm for you. Rich tan and deep. Oh, that's so smart. It's so smart that it comes from underneath instead of the top. It releases the powder into the little vestibule of where it's supposed to go. It's legitimately so smart. So I highly recommend it. The price is steep, but granted, not the steepest powder I've ever recommended on this podcast, okay? It's a lot of powder. It's $29.50. And I know that a lot of times the markup comes based on the packaging that people are getting, but I would pay whatever to get this packaging for this loose powder. So if you're a loose powder person and you don't want to deal with the mess and the strife, the strife of applying loose powder, I highly recommend it. And it really does blur. It really does mattify. It doesn't cake. It doesn't look flowery on the face. It's just an excellent, excellent product all the way around. Also probably great for travel. Did I say that already? That's another great point. I want them to make a baby version, like make it half the size. Yes. Just for your purse, you know, like on the go, touch up. Oh my God. If you could make that for a loose powder and the, so brilliant. So brilliant. What do you use? The Selena Gomez, the rare beauty one to like carry around. Oh, the little powder puff. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that thing. Let's get into this beauty news. Okay, I'm actually obsessed with this story. I'm obsessed. As someone who is deathly allergic to mosquitoes. You are? Not deathly allergic. That is an exaggeration. I am, I swell up and they become hard and like fill with pus and they're like giant and it's disgusting. I never get mosquito bites because I'm the a raging bitch. <laughs> Uh, is this Patrick? No, I actually... Because usually it's like one or the other in the relationship where it's like Matt never gets bit or if he does, it's just like a cute little bite. And me, I have like a giant welt on my back. 
I cannot remember the last time I got a mosquito bite, to be quite honest. So, okay, this popped up on my Instagram and it was like people on TikTok are using Victoria's Secret perfume to repel mosquitoes. Okay. I'm like, please tell me more, Allure. And Audrey Noble reports that in a shocking twist, this might kind of work. Okay. So the <laughs> perfume in question is Victoria's Secret bombshell. The art department really did some work here. They put a bunch of mosquitoes around bombshell, which is literally hilarious. I'm sure this is exactly what Victoria's Secret was wishing for. Yeah. They're like, we're selling out of our perfume, but not for the reason why we were hoping because it like is repelling mosquitoes. They're like, we'll take any good press at this point. <laughs> right. So the latest TikTok hack taking over my For You page, reports Aud Audrey, is using the iconic Victoria's Secret bombshell and Amber Romance as mosquito repellent sprays. Before you roll your eyes at another TikTok beauty hack, this one actually has evidence backing it up. A study done in 2015 shows that Victoria's Secret bombshell fragrance repelled mosquitoes for up to 120 minutes, while multiple firsthand accounts and comment sections swear that Amber Romance is just as effective as any commercial chemical spray. Okay, so oh there's like this, this story is fully reported. This is why I love Allure. They have consulted experts um, about why this could happen. I love that there was a study that was actually done. Right, right. So it says that it's not exactly straightforward. It says that they interviewed a PhD in entomology. And this person says that mosquitoes use a combination of olfactory cues to find their source of proteins, with the three most important cues being body heat, okay, carbon dioxide, and skin odor. He also notes that the specific mechanisms that make one person more attractive to mosquitoes than another person are unknown, but calls out skin odor as likely being the most important because unlike body odor, it varies from individual to individual. So interesting. So like, what do I smell like? I have no clue, but it says while body odor is uniform to all humans, the exact chemical combination of one skin odor has a genetic and physiological basis that likely makes them more or less attractive to mosquitoes. Other factors that may make you more attractive to mosquitoes could include whether you are pregnant or not, your sweat composition, diet, and alcohol consumption. You don't drink a lot of alcohol, though. No, I don't. And I'm not always pregnant. True. You've been <laughs> pregnant, but you're not pregnant 24-7, thank God. I love the intro to this that Audrey wrote, because like, I feel it. She's like... She said, fun fact about me, mosquitoes love me. If you hang around me, they will completely ignore you and feast upon my skin. Same. This happens no matter who I'm with or where I am. I once came back from Thailand with 37 bites and my then boyfriend whom I traveled with came back with none. This has happened to me. Do we know what it smells like? What does bombshell smell like? It says that the main notes in bombshell are purple passion fruit, Shangri-La peony, and vanilla orchid, while the main notes in amber romance are amber, cherry, and vanilla. Wouldn't you think like in your head, you're like, it's, it just would attract mosquitoes because it smells so sweet, but that's not what they're looking for, obviously. It says that there aren't reputable studies showing that amber romance has proven to be effective as there are with bombshell, but both do share vanilla notes and different studies have shown that pure vanilla extract can be an effective mosquito repellent for a short period, think less than 30 minutes. That's really, really interesting. Like a lot of the experts that they interviewed were like, I don't see anything in these ingredient lists that would specifically be repellent to mosquitoes. 
so interesting. I need to try this. I'm going to try this. Yeah. Also, like Ginger King, who's a cosmetic chemist, she was like, you know, a perfume may smell like vanilla and peony, but it might not even contain those ingredients themselves. You know what I mean? Totally. One of the experts says that the reason why bombshell may have worked in that study is based on the amount of fragrance that actually was used. And he says that the volume that was used in the 2015 study was well above the normal spritz that a person would use. A typical dose is closer to 0.1 milliliters, whereas the study used 0.5 milliliters and thoroughly doused the volunteer's hand in perfume for the study. By that logic, you would need to do about the same and apply the same amount every couple hours for the method to be effective. I love that this expert, Dr. Shockley, said this because it really contributes to the fact that the dose makes the poison. But that makes sense because to me, when I'm applying bug spray or mosquito spray, I don't spray it like perfume. I'm like bathing myself in spray, which is probably not great. But like I have two mosquito repellents that I swear by in addition to DEET, but sometimes I don't like to use DEET. One is the Avon Skin So Soft, which they have been using since the dawn of time, like sailors, like people who are out at sea. <laughs> the Navy? The Navy. Let's just say, okay. They use it like it's just so good, but it doesn't smell, it does not smell like deep. Like it doesn't smell like mosquito repellent. It smells really nice actually, but it does contain like chemicals. And then if you are someone who does not want to use anything with chemicals, Kinfield makes their amazing mosquito repellent, but it smells like pure citronella. So if that's like not your jam, for me, it worked incredibly well, but my sisters could not be around me because they were like, you smell like citronella candle, but it worked. So if you want to try Bombshell and Amber Romance, please, by all means, but those are my other two picks. This is incredible. The story ends and it says... You'll want to take the study on Victoria's Secret bombshell with a grain of salt. Okay, so then get the Avon skin so soft or the Canfield guys. Love it. Love it so much. Love these types of stories. I want to talk about something. I think somebody actually tweeted the Los Angeles account about this. And they were like, can someone talk about the fact that House Labs launched a lip product that's basically identical to Urban Decay's like around the same time, but like, House Labs has gone completely viral. And I was like, actually, yes, because I'm working on a video about this. So thank you for inquiring. Wow, it sold out. Okay, so here's the deal. House Labs came out with, by far and away, I think maybe their most successful, most viral product of all time, the Atomic Lip Shake. It comes in four shades, pinks and reds. And the way it works is it's a liquid lip that you shake for about five to 10 seconds you apply it, you don't press your lips together for around 15 to 20 seconds, and then you have this long-lasting glossy lip all day long that does not budge. And Nikki Tutorials has done a video on it. I think Michaela has. People are losing their shit on TikTok because it's this glossy lip that doesn't move, which I was like, LOL, this is literally the exact same product that Urban Decay came out with that I talked about weeks ago. So... I haven't been able to try the House Labs product. I actually called my local Sephora before I went there to be like, hey, do you have this in stock? And they were like, no, it's completely sold out. I'm like, cool, called another one, completely sold out. It's not available, okay? So I don't need to try the Atomic Lip Shake product because it is nearly identical to Urban Decay's Vice Lip Bond. 
And I know this because the first two ingredients in both products are nearly the same. So House Labs, first ingredient is isodotacane. Urban Decays is isodotacane. The next ingredient is a version of dimethicone. And then I was going through the ingredient list, looking up all these ingredients that I'm not super familiar with. Basically, products are made with ingredients that are not only like emollient and like condition the lips, but also film forming polymers that lock in the color and keep that glassy, shiny look without drying down. But do you want to know what this product actually reminds me of? That I think that both Urban Decay and House Labs were inspired by, and I would bet, honestly, $100 that at least House Labs was inspired by this brand. Lip Sense? PTSD, yes. If you don't know my relationship with Lip Sense, don't ask. I needed therapy after that situation, okay? Maybe one day, maybe someone will call into the podcast and be like, Kirby, please break down the Lip Sense drama, and I will, but not today, not today. Well... Lip Sense is a two-step product that you first lock in the color and then you go over with the glossy gloss. The glossy gloss's main ingredient is dimethicone. And the original product, I think the first product is denatured alcohol. So you lock in the color, you put on the dimethicone, it gives you this non-moving lip. The benefit to House Labs and Urban Decay is that it's one and done. You don't have to do the two-step. You don't need to buy two products. So I remember this because there was a little bit of drama, and I hate to bring this up, but it's the truth. Saratano told people that she utilized Marc Jacobs for the Super Bowl for this lip. Oh, my God. You are bringing it home. You are bringing it home. I'm bringing it home. And I don't blame Sarah Tana for this because I guarantee you, Marc Jacobs, because she was an ambassador for them, refused to let her mention this product, okay? So they picked whatever red they decided was gonna be the color, all right? So again, no blame placed on Sarah Tano. But then when House Labs launched in 2020 and Jenny Bailly did a profile on Gaga for the issue of Allure where they announced it, she asked about Gaga's favorite products and you can go and find it right now on the internet. She says that her favorite drugstore product, which is actually factually incorrect because it's not a drugstore product, but she said her favorite drugstore product is Lip Sense and that they needed a non-moving lip product to stay on for the entirety of the Super Bowl. And Sarah found Lip Sense. And that's what they used. You're so right. I rest my case. This is 100% inspired by Lip Sense. And it's actually interesting to me that both Urban Decay and House Labs launched this product almost exact same timing, and it's the exact same product. It is literally the exact same product. It makes me think about when like skincare ingredients start to trend. You know, we're seeing a lot of vitamin C all of a sudden, or a lot of this, or a lot of that. It's like, is the lab literally coming and saying, hey, we've developed this new technology. This is going to be big. Make your own version. Totally. I mean, we know that that's true. That's, that's that's something that happens often. I'm wondering what labs they both work with. I do not know. Probably not the same. But then Kirby, I, it made me look up the ingredients in the NYX Shine Loud High Shine Long Lasting Liquid Lipstick. It's totally the same. I mean, it's, theirs is two part, the base coat and then the top coat. But the base coat has isodotacane, but then there's trimethyl, 
siloxilicate, and then the dim- dimethicone. Okay, so that exact ingredient is also in uh, Urban Decay's. It's the third ingredient instead of the second. Okay, so it's the second instead of the, the third. And then the top coat has the almost the same thing. Yeah, the dimethicone and then the trimetha, whatever. So what are we learning from this? A, you don't need to buy a long-lasting lip from an MLM. Hallelujah. B, House Labs and Urban Decay and NYX make the same exact product essentially, but Urban Decay and House Labs are the one step. Which is the new technology. Yes. And it looks like House Labs only has four shades when I believe Urban Decay has closer to 10. So if you want more of like the vivid reds and pinks, go to House Labs. If you want the more neutrals and like lighter colors, there's like browns, more like traditional, like rosy pinks and stuff, go to Urban Decay. My final thing on this is I saw somebody in the Facebook group, again, don't like to infiltrate the Facebook group, y'all govern yourselves, (laughs) but sometimes it'll pop up on my feed. And I saw somebody asking about the Urban Decay lip bond and that it felt like it never dried down. There is a very specific way you have to do this. You have to shake it for at least 10 seconds. Is there activating something? Yes, you're activating the ingredients so they're all mixed together. That's why there's the ball in there. Then you spread it on the lips, but don't add layers of it. Like you literally need to do one swipe, you know, make sure it fits in the lines of your lips, whatever. Don't like dab it in. You literally just swipe. Don't touch it. Swipe, no popping your lips together, no pressing your lips together. One swipe, top and bottom. Leave your lips open for at least 20 seconds. The longer you can, the better. Try not to drool. And then you should be able to be good to go. But it's not going to be dry. Like it's going to look shiny because it's a little glossy. The actual color isn't going to move anywhere, but it's going to feel a little sticky. And I think that's what people may not realize about this product is that there's still going to be a stickiness to it. The, The magic is that the color is not coming off on your finger, not that the product itself isn't sticky. Totally. Have you tried eating with this? Yes, I've eaten with it. I've gone to the gym with it. I've drank coffee with it. It does not come off when used properly. (laughs) But it's again, it's like a learning curve. It's like you have to use it the right way. No, totally. And I think like, I think the waiting part is really difficult for people. No, it is. It is. We can't have it all, everyone. We can't. We really can't. If you want this look, it's going to take at least 30 minutes of you potentially drooling out the sides of your mouth. That's what we're doing. As our friends at Fat Mascara say, user error. There's a lot of user error happening. (laughs) Lots of user error, but it works. It works for a reason. So there we go. Great. I still need to get both. You will probably be receiving House Labs. I've been taken off. It's fine. That's why I'm calling Sephora. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you should contact someone at Sephora. Thank you everyone for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. 
Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.